Hey, welcome to Status Random. This is episode 21, and it's just going to be real talk. Uh, it's going to be more about um, the coronavirus and how um, myself is dealing with it, as well as my special guest via Facebook audio chat uh, because of social distancing, and I'll have her on in just a minute. But I want to kind of go through everything, like the numbers that we're dealing with in the UK versus worldwide, um, how things are dealing with being a stay-at-home mom, on top of that, um, being a teacher and so forth, and the new vaccine that's coming out. So I have my special guest again with Stephanie. Stephanie, say hi. Hey! (laughs) It may sound a little robotic at times because of social distancing. We are using Facebook audio, so we'll see how that goes here in the UK. Um... So I wanted to ask Stephanie on here because she's a very honest person and I like the fact that she'll tell it like it is. Um, So I know that with our kids going to the same school and them being out of school, we had two totally different opinions about this. I was the over, um, let's see, how do I say, like hypochondriac person where I was like, I want to pull my kids out of school now. And Stephanie's like, no, I want them to stay in every minute as they can until they close the door. So then forever. Yeah. <laughs> so how um how are you mentally holding? Like how are you mentally doing right now with the lockdown? It has been rough. I am not gonna lie. I am a very social person, anyhow, mm-hmm. and um, so it's hard. Like not not being able to see you, not being able to see our other friends and be able mm-hmm. to, you know, can't even go grocery shopping without having to wear a mask. And so I'm like, how bad do I really need milk at this point? Like, <laughs> All right. It's like the handmaid's tale. Like literally the handmaid's tale when you go out, like you see people and you think, oh my God, yes. they're probably sick. Stay away. Oh man. Mental health, man. Wait, what is the one thing I always say? I don't remember. Um, Praise, no, what is it? Blessed be the fruit. Something like that. Oh, man. That, Under that sh- his eye? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> man, that show was my jam. Anyway. I love that show. So mental health is really, you have to really stay on top of it now because not only are you locked at home, but you're only allowed an hour a day of physical activity outside and you're stuck at home with your kids all day. Um, yes. So I started doing a little research on like the confirmed cases in the UK only and the death rates of the UK. So confirmed cases as of, I think an hour ago, it was 129,044. Death for the UK is 17,337. So that seems like a lot, right? But can you guess how many people are in the UK? Oh, there's got to be millions. Okay, 67 Almost 68 million, million people live in the UK. Okay. So, so you, to, be, right, go to ahead. be clear, too, so that we need to break down what the UK is, because I know a yes. lot of people get really confused about that. It's not just it's England. It's not just England. Right. We're Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland, Ireland. as well. Exactly. So, um, yeah, can you see? I, and I haven't been drinking tonight either, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think the majority of those numbers, though, are the United, like, are England. Because right. as far as numbers, because I don't think Ireland and stuff got it as bad so far. But when you take that percentage of 67 or almost 68 million people, that really isn't that many people that got it. 
but worldwide, you're at 2,501,156 confirmed, 171,810 deaths. That's total for everywhere. So that's kind of eye-opening. I mean, like, when I saw that, I was shocked. But if you tally up the death rate to the worldwide rate, literally the UK is only 9%. That's so, not even that much. But it's the numbers that get you, like, you know what I mean? Like, you just... The numbers don't personally get me, I think, because I'm all uh, self-proclaimed science nerd. Right. I, I like this type of stuff. Um, obviously, it's, it, it is having a negative impact on our world, and I totally get that. Um, so I don't... That's not what I'm getting at. Right. However, for me, it's not so much the numbers. It's not so much this. My husband and I kind of go back and forth on this as well. You know, he's all, they're being overdramatic and it's not mm-hmm. that bad. And I said, and I tell him all the time, it's not that it's that bad. If you want to label it like that, it's not that it's that bad. The, the worry is, is that this is an RNA replicated virus. Right. And this is something that we have never seen. This is something we've never dealt with. So we're all just living this guinea pig life right now. Right, so exactly. when we come out of this lockdown and quarantine and the world opens back up again, what is it going to look like six months from now? What is that going to look like, you know, if it happens again? Like, how are we as a, as a, as a whole, how are we going to handle this? And what is our, our defense against this? Because obviously shutting us all in our houses for months at a time, in the so you know long run, our economy is suffering. You know, right. like we have so much other stuff on the back burner of this that is is really you know seeing oh yeah the the effect of this, and that's where it's really hurting. You know, and so not only that's, that, that's where I'm at. But then you've got places like Florida, where I'm from, that literally have to open back up because the economy has now flattened. So they have no choice right. but to be like, you know, I'm sorry, but people have to go back to work. Things have to open. So which brings me on this question that, and you know, I love conspiracies. I believe the dead <laughs> bird in my backyard was a conspiracy. <laughs> Do you think just this? the cutest thing ever. Oh, well, I think it's all conspiracy theory, everything. And I'm going to, and that dead bird thing, it may have gotten silent, but it's not over. I know I'm going to break the case and I may need your husband to help me. But anyways, do you think this was man-made in the lab? It absolutely was. I and do too. The scientist who helped with that was actually um, arrested, I want to say, two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, was he, what, what, what yep. nationality was he? He actually worked at Harvard. Oh, I saw that. Um, I read that. Yeah. yeah I read that. Yeah. Oh, so, do you know what? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is crazy because you say that, but it was like two, three months ago. We were somewhere and some guy said to me, hey, did you see that they're making something in a lab in China, and one of the scientists that belongs to the states that go that teaches at Harvard is in trouble. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" <gasps> and it makes sense. All this stuff started. What? Yeah. Who was yep. that that told me that? Where was I at? He was an English guy. I don't remember where I was at. Anyways, 
I believe it was made in a lab too. And I think it either a got out like the bat got out or someone traveled with it and it just got out of hand. I believe that they were in the lab trying to make a, um, a cure for things like SARS and stuff. But I think that no, they, I definitely think that was it. It, yeah. it was a and man-made virus it. that yes. is, uh, you know, potentially used to be tested for creating other... a vaccine. Yes. Yeah, me but too. Not, me too. Not to this crazy extent. That yeah. happened, you know, that, that was a big, you and, know, and what about, yeah. <laughs> what about that psychic who's passed already, Sylvia Brown, I think it is, that she even, like, wrote this in her book. And she's been dead for a little while. Like, she even wrote this in her book and put Wuhan. Yeah. Like, did you see yes. that? Like, this is a conspiracy. Virus, like the whole thing. It was pretty crazy. Something right. That's pretty crazy. Yep, crazy. Anyways, how has your anxiety become noticeable due to fear of COVID nineteen? Like, have have you noticed any anxiety? I don't feel like I've had an anxiety towards it. Um, You're like not even having anxiety going out. Like I said, like I, I'm kind of. I mean, I'm a little bit worried about it but like I said a while ago I'm not worried about it for the same reasons that a lot of people are I'm worried about the unknown like right. what is to come of this how are we going to fight this how are we going to get ahead of this um, my anxiety as far as my kids being home all day mm-hmm. and to remind a few people I have four yes. I have two that are in middle school and two that are in elementary I have a third grader who is on you know an IEP mm-hmm. and so um he has Google Meets, several of them daily, so that interrupts our routine and our flow, right. and I have a first grader, so neither one of my boys can just, my younger ones, they can't just sit down at a computer, and I can expect them to just, you know, start plugging away at it, and then right. maybe ask for help every once in a while. No, mm-hmm. Both of them require 100% of my attention from start to finish, so... My kids being at home doesn't bother me a bit. My kids being home and me having to, like, homeschool them it's stresses weird. me out a yeah. lot. So when we're talking anxiety, yeah. that's my <laughs> – I get it's it. the lock-in portion and homeschooling. That's the part that, like, is freaking me out. So yeah. I know. I get it. <laughs> I, I mean, we have a kindergarten teacher who is only supposed to be on there for, like, what, 15, 20 minutes with the kid on the meets, and today it was over an hour. Oh and my goodness. I was like, okay, wait a minute. I have a third grader that needs to jump on in like five minutes <laughs> to her teacher. And we yeah, have like, one computer that works well. Things exactly. Oh no. All right. So yeah, that, that's that, hard too. Yeah, exactly. So that brings me to how are your kids handling this and do they understand? Absolutely not. My older two, um, because they are in middle school, so they have, you know, the four or five classes a day, they are staring at a computer from start to finish throughout the day. Do you and think that's too week, much electronics? It definitely is. And yeah. starting today, they the schedule has been tweaked a little bit, so they're only on for four and a half hours now mm-hmm. total. But then, you know, they have homework that they have to do and stuff. And so it's a lot. But yeah. my, my two older kids, they lock themselves upstairs with their computers Um in their rooms and I don't see them like once school starts they come down for about 20 minutes to grab a quick bite for lunch and I'm usually in between one of the boys like helping them down here Mm -hmm. and so they eat real fast and they go back up and they finish up so I don't see them they've got it though they're managing 
and I just ask questions at the end of the day. So <laughs> I'll see you whenever you come down. Man. Um, but the younger boys, no, they don't get it. They, we've actually had several nights of tears and just they're upset because they don't know why they can't see their friends. They don't right. understand why, you know, we have a really good neighbor that, you know, is across the street and the little girl comes to the sidewalk and they social distance, right? Communicate right. from across the sidewalk and they race up and down the sidewalks and stuff with her, but they don't understand why they can't go over and, you know, like hug her and hang out with her and, you know, so Man. they're struggling. They want to see their friends and they want to be normal again. And every day, every day they're asking, is this going to go through summer? I can't do this through the summer. I know. No, I know. I can't I either. Know. I understand. <laughs> because when your kids are in school, you only have to entertain them for so long when they get home and on the weekends. Right. And, and then you're like, okay, count down to summer. And then when summer's, you know, here, you're like, oh, okay, school's going back. But we don't know when it's going right, back. Like, <laughs> there is no. Well, and that's the thing, too. And so, like, you know, even with the summer, because I did have one friend that's like, it's not that big of a deal that your kids are home because they're home for the summer. No, my kids being home, I'm loving. I'm absolutely loving it. We are getting, yeah. you know, so much time together. Yeah. But under normal circumstances, like summer, like an actual it summer break, right? you're going places exactly. as a family. You can do things. Traveling. And so, you know. You shove six of us in this little house. Like, we're all, like, eating each other alive because you can't go anywhere. Like, there's not enough space for people right. to just have their own but quiet time is, and get away from it. This so. is when we're probably both thankful for owning a trampoline because so many people are out there scattering, oh, yes. looking for ways to entertain their kids. Does anybody have a trampoline right. to say, oh, I need one? See? Right. Um. So did you hear that the, the Oxford University – has come up with a vaccine and they're going to start using it, testing it out on Thursday. But here's the drum roll. Here, here's the kicker: is won't even be available till September. So I guess that would be a good thing before it would hit again in the winter. But what do you think on that? Have you heard that? Um, I have heard it. I disagree with it. Heavily disagree with it. Um, most pharmaceuticals and vaccines and all of this, they go through decades worth of testing. Oh yeah. And I get the urgency behind this, but now we're like, we're just all about pumping people full and mm -hmm. okay, I am pro vaccine. Mm -hmm. I do my research. I make sure that I know exactly what's going in my body, my children's bodies. Um, I, I know the ins and outs of those things. I am not saying that, you know, it's not, it's going to be good or bad one way or the other. I am saying there is no way possible they are going to have enough information to know long-term what this vaccine is going to do. That's what I'm saying. Like, who who's to say in 10 years you're not going to be on one of those commercials where were you back in 2020 and you had the coronavirus shot? And now you have a right. baby that's born with a hand on top of its head. Or, you right. know what I mean? Like, all these issues. Or you have severe complications that have gone dormant for years. And exactly. all of a sudden they're going to rear their own head. And so I do worry. Like, that worries me. And, um, again, I do, I do get the urgency of that. Um, right. You know, locking us in our house for six weeks at a time. That's not okay. We have to find some resolution. But... Oh, man, only given a 
vaccine a few months of a trial really worries me a lot. And I'm worried about how many people are going to jump on that bandwagon. Do you know what I would have done? My family and I, if possible, will not be. Well, yeah. You know what I would have done to be that fly on the wall for that lady who ate that damn bat? I would have I would have beat the shit out of her. Put the damn bat down. Fly for news. You don't want you don't want this. Oh my god. Okay, so my last thing yeah. is um so as we know the military mission never stops. So our spouses still have to work. Um how yeah. does that make you feel cuz your husband's in a job where it's 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. How does right. that make you feel knowing that he's out there? around other people that could potentially be, you know, exposing him to something and then coming home. What do you do for your, like, what do you make your husband do? Cause when my husband comes home from work and he's not working every day, but he works quite a few days a week right now, I make him shower <laughs> when he comes home. Not like it really matters, but it just makes me feel better knowing he showered, changed his clothes and he's not in the same clothes that he was at work. So what, what do you guys do? My husband has always had a pretty good routine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like obviously don't want to share a ton of detail on here, but he um, has worked around a lot of lead ammunition and with small children pretty much his entire career. He's always been in the routine of boots come off before he comes in the house. Mm-hmm. As soon as he gets in the house, the uniform comes off. It goes in a certain location. Right. And, you know, he gets everything put away. He gets himself cleaned up. And so... Really, we haven't changed too much outside of that, just because we've always been pretty well protective as far as trying to keep other substances out of our house as well. Right. Um, so that, as far as our routine with that, that really hasn't changed. Um, it does bother me a lot um, because he uh, and all of the others, you know, they, they ride around and if there's two of them in an area, which happens a lot given his job or more, they're, mm-hmm. you know, required to wear a mask for the entire 12 to 14 hour shift that they're working. And um, they are still on a mission and they still continue going. Yet there's a lot of back office people that are only going in two or three days a week yeah. or, you know, every other week. And he's right. like, it sucks, you know, like. This is a big problem, and it's a pandemic, but, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you yeah. Have a job, so. Like, when we hear our friends say, oh, my um. husband's home for the week. Oh, my husband works this week. I'm like, man, my husband goes in every week. He, I mean, he doesn't go in every day, but he goes in, like, every week. So I always get jealous yeah. of them. Yeah. I mean, but then it's kind of like a break. But I do I get afraid. Like, can you just stay home and help with the homeschooling? Yeah. <laughs> Even if my husband is home, they don't really help. Because he's doing his own school at the same time. But... Oh, no, um, mine ain't got a choice. <laughs> well, so, oh, we live in, like, a great neighborhood. I like to say it's a great neighborhood where now people are doing what's called whiskey fairies and wine fairies and puzzle fairies and candy I fairies. Need, huh? Yes. I need that whiskey fairy to come visit me. Okay, so should have told me that <laughs> because I was the whiskey fairy <laughs> earlier and I had to deliver whiskey. But I didn't see you say you need a whiskey. I just figured that you were, you know, well, on top no, of it. I'm, I'm never going to ask. No, uh, I would never ask. So Stephanie but. had a girl drop off um, face, face like, uh, like, like facial stuff at my door. So I see on my ring doorbell this person, like, drop off an envelope and run. And I was like, <laughs> what? what the hell is happening? Yeah. 
See how many people have dropped off stuff at my front door this week? Today it was whiskey, and and it was a mask earlier, and it was a sign the day before, and uh, facial stuff, and I was like, I just don't even check anymore. I'm like, if there's a present, then that's cool. (laughs) But yeah. Anyways, well, I thank you for doing this, even though we can't, I haven't, God, how long has it been? Five weeks since I've seen you? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I didn't I get know. my daily dose of seeing everybody. I have changed. I've yeah. gained 122 pounds. Oh, shut up. From eating everything that I bake. <laughs> and my hair is lighter now because I had to, my roots are coming in super light and I, you know, had to fix that. Um, some of us don't have the beautiful technique of taking care of our own hair. So you know, don't be jelly on my hairdresser. peacock beforehand it's now like well my kids are very grace you know graceful to point out all of my gray hairs now oh is this supposed to be that color to your bedroom forever that might be an option you Uh, need to tread carefully oh man yeah i'm at times like this i'm so thankful that i can cut my husband's hair cut my children's hair and color my hair it's just a problem of getting stuff sent to me Right. But either way, I mean, ain't nobody got to look, look at us but our husbands right. and children, so yeah. they'll deal with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so thank you for being on here, and I will chat with y'all later. We still need to do the coffee and video chat soon. Yes, agreed. With everybody thank else. Thank you. Yes, I will talk to you later. Say bye. Yep, yeah, sounds good. All Have right. a good evening. Bye. Bye. So that was Status Random with Sean and special guest Stephanie. Tune in, and I'm hoping to do this at least twice a week if I'm up to it and my kids haven't duct taped me to the wall. Um, Until next time.